Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. I'm Rich Trappolino, and these are the tech headlines for the week that was. ZDNet reports that security researchers at VPN Mentor found a misconfigured Elasticsearch server with a database on information on most Ecuadorian citizens, including names, family members, civil registration data, financial and work information, as well as data on car ownership. The database has 20.8 million user records and appears to combine the government's civil registry and private sources, including 6.77 million entries for children. Ecuador has a population of 16.6 million people, so there appear to be some duplicate entries. The database was eventually secured after VPN Mentor reached out to the Ecuador Computer Emergency Response Team. VPN Mentor and ZDNet independently verified the source as the analytics firm Novastrat. Finance ministers from France and Germany said last Friday that the Libra cryptocurrency poses risk to the financial sector and monetary sovereignty. They said the Libra project blueprints failed to convince them that the risk will be properly addressed. However, a spokeswoman for the European Commission told Reuters that with the publicly available information on Libra, it is currently not possible to say which exact EU rules would apply. The EU does not have specific regulations on cryptocurrencies for the record. The European Central Bank announced it is working on a long-term plan to launch its own public digital currency and real-time payment system known as TIPS. It would let consumers use electronic cash without needing a bank account or other financial intermediaries. NBC announced its streaming service will launch in April 2020 under the name Peacock with about 15,000 hours of movies and back catalog TV shows. There will be some connection with NBC's Olympic coverage along with episodes of The Office and Parks and Rec coming in the autumn. Peacock will launch its own originals that fall, including a Battlestar Galactica series run by Sam Esmail, a comedy series by Ed Helms and Mike Schur called Rutherford Falls, and a limited series Dr. Death starring Jamie Dornan, Alec Baldwin, and Christian Slater, among others. The Wall Street Journal reports that Amazon started changing its search results last year to prioritize profitability over relevance and help boost Amazon's own private label products in search listings. The journal says Amazon isn't directly boosting products based on profitability, but is factoring in other details that end up boosting more profitable products anyway. A spokesperson for Amazon said, We have not changed the criteria we use to rank search results to include profitability. But the company does use a number of metrics for testing, including long-term profitability, to see how these new features impact the customer experience and our business as any rational stores would. But we do not make decisions based on that one metric. Amazon announced Amazon Music HD, which offers lossless audio files for streaming or downloading. Price is $14.99 a month for the HD tier or $12.99 a month if you're an Amazon Prime customer. For comparison, Tidal's Hi-Fi plan costs $19.99 a month. Amazon says its catalog of 50 million high-def songs apply to songs with CD quality bit depth of 16 bits and a 44.1 kHz sample rate. It also has millions of songs it's calling Ultra HD, or 24-bit, with sample rates from 44.1 kHz to all the way up to 192 kHz. Amazon Music HD uses the lossless FLAC file format, not the MQA format Tidal uses. Amazon's music service reportedly hit more than 32 million subscribers as of this past April. Google launched new initiatives through Google Pay in India. The Spot platform will let merchants build branded commercial experiences, allowing users to see merchant goods within the Google Pay app, as well as make payments with a QR code when you're in the store. 
Google is also rolling out support for making credit and debit card payments through tokenized cards, which transmit a one-time token from a phone rather than a fixed credit card number. Support for Visa cards issues through HDFC, Axis, Kotak, and Standard Chartered Banks rolls out in the next few weeks, with MasterCard and Rupay support arriving in the next few months. Google also launched Google Pay for Business in India, which allows small and medium businesses to enable digital payments for free. And finally, Google Pay will enable users to discover entry-level and white-collar jobs. This uses machine learning to surface relevant positions, with the user only having to supply what kind of job they're looking for and when they can start. Huawei launched the Mate 30 Pro. The device includes a 6.53-inch 2400 by 1176 display that curves over the edge of the device. Inside is the new Kirin 990 system on a chip, a 4500 mAh battery, 8GB of RAM, and either 128 or 256GB of storage, expandable by proprietary Huawei NM cards. There's 4G and 5G variants available. The device has three rear cameras, two 40-megapixel sensors offering wide and ultra-wide lenses, as well as an 8-megapixel zoom. There's also a depth-sensing time-of-flight sensor to round everything out. The camera can shoot 4K at 60 frames per second, as well as super slow-mo 720p footage at 7,680 frames per second. There's also a 32-megapixel camera on the front. The phone also includes an in-screen fingerprint reader, supports 40-watt fast charging, and 27-watt wireless charging. The Mate 30 Pro runs Android 10-based EMUI 10, but it doesn't come preloaded with Google Apps or Google Play services. Pricing starts at €1,099 for the 4G version and €1,199 for the 5G version. YouTube announced an overhaul to its channel verification program. Previously, channels with over 100,000 subscribers could request verification. Now YouTube says the verification system will focus on channels and artists that need to prove their authenticity. This will be based on if a channel represents a highly searched for or well-known artist, brand, or creator, if it has a strong online presence outside of YouTube, or if a channel has a very similar name to others. YouTube will use a combination of human curation and algorithms to determine verification. The new system will go into effect in October. And finally, Tuesday, the High Court of Paris ruled that European consumers are legally free to resell digital games bought on Steam. The court rejected Steam's argument that it was a subscription service, noting that Steam sells games in perpetuity and not as part of a subscription. EU law allows all goods, including software, to be sold used. Valve told Polygon it will appeal the decision, and the decision will have no effect on Steam while the case is on appeal. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.